0: A dose of hope
1: coming at ya I've set my sights on igniting sparks in the hearts of every soul The goal to go
2: platinum with one million so that his story can be told Life begins at the end of your comfort zone
3: and a friend Wyatt, please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I just walk in the wire, please don't judge me.
4: new book out y'all it's called big bold and beautiful so make sure you support kingdom we always want to support kingdom things y'all ready for the day because i'm ready for the day all right we have alan c paul here creator of god and gigs he is here for the inspirational highlight we also have ty scott king who is here for the inspirational music highlight who's ready y'all because i'm ready who's ready because i'm ready all right y'all let's get inspired right now with red hands just be you
5: i know you're tired of pretending Shining star, you gotta just be Stop worrying about what the people saying It don't matter they can live your life anyway Just open your eyes so you can see that there's only one you and only one me God knows just be
6: Get ready for the inspirational music highlight, focusing on songs that minister.
7: I could search forever and never find a love so unique. See, when you speak, I'm breathless. Your silence renders me restless. Send your shalom and I am stressless. Can't help but confess there is no greater love than what you display. No greater love than what you convey. Cause you love me passionately infinity into eternity plus many a day so many say i've fallen for you and i concur i'm crazy about the way you stir my insides with a million tiny little butterflies butterflies. and we we have no lows only highs your love makes no greater love greater love there is no no I trust you completely, so I surrender all of me Yes, this be romance at the highest potency Real on every frequency You never want static between we That's why you put your ghost in me And now, I boast in me See, there is none above The highest title is what you've earned There is no greater love And you can never lose Cause you never snooze, rest, break all Missions. You're always in right position. Teacher, lawyer, father, physician. No.
4: That was No Greater Love by Ty Scott King, and she is here with us today. Man, this award winning artist is a wonderful balance of poetry and hip hop. Her poetry has been featured in national radio ads for Pizza Hut, McDonald's, Avino. I mean, this girl is all over the place. She has been on BT and TV One. I mean, her mission is to inspire others to overcome trials. While boldly sharing their God-given gifts and talents, and here she is, y'all, on the line. Welcome to a dose of Hope Radio. Oh,
1: I'm so happy to be with you guys. This is awesome. Yes, I'm ready. I got my energy up like hope. I'm, you know, we got
4: this. <laughs> I know that's right because y'all don't never know where I'm gonna be. My family be like, girl, can you calm down? Calm down. But it's all good because God is good. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay, so tell us about the song because you sent me this song and I listened to it and I was like, okay, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. So we've been playing it and people have been responding to it. And so they've been requesting it. And so we've been playing it um over and over every week, pretty much now. So just tell us what inspired the song.
1: Yeah, so I first of all I appreciate you playing it I appreciate everybody who's requesting it Hopefully it's not just my family that's making all the requests <laughs> um, <laughs> But the song features a good friend of mine Aaron J. We used to be in a group together many moons ago And just always kept in touch He's an amazing vocalist As you all can hear on the song yes. And um, several years ago He called me and was like Hey Ty, I'm working on the song I, I've already written the first verse and the hook I'd love for you to come in and do poetry on this second verse, and then I'll come back and sing some more in the third verse. So I was like, cool. So when I heard the, he sent me the track, I wrote to it, went and recorded it, and I think maybe an hour after I, because he he was recording at home, he had a home studio, maybe 30 minutes after I left his house, by the time I made it home, he was like, hey, yeah, so I'm not going to do a third verse. I'd really prefer for you to come back and just finish the song off. She just killed it. So it was initially supposed to be his song featuring me, and it turned out being my song featuring him so he's just so gracious I'm that so grateful for him <laughs> yeah yeah and um god just definitely he he gave me the opportunity to film a video for I was contacted by a company that was like hey we want to sponsor anything you want so shout out to the praise party because I was like I know what I want to do. A video to know greater love. I've been waiting for somebody to say, we'll give you money to do whatever you want. Right, right.
4: <laughs> exactly. That, that's
1: all, it's the best way to do it. Right. So it's just been such a blessing to get to, you know, do this project that right. they sponsored. I'm just, Grateful for everybody, the way it all came together. Uh, my husband and I flew to Atlanta so that we could shoot it there because Aaron is there and the guys who filmed it, UVM Productions, mm-hmm. APH Studios, just everybody was in Atlanta. And I love Atlanta. I lived there for many years, have a lot of support there. So it was like, okay.
4: Atlanta, here we go. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good place if you want to do a video or just. I mean, I I went there one time. I did a um a ten day like tour there and ended mm-hmm. up. Well, I saw all these like night Christian night spots and all this stuff, and I was yeah. like, I was actually like booked every day and every night, and I did not realize that they had such a Christian nightlife. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, I'm living in the wrong area. Virginia ain't cutting (laughs) it right now. Oh my gosh,
1: I love Virginia. People (laughs) thought I lived in Virginia because I was there ministering so much at one point. Norfolk? Yes. Norfolk area, yes. Oh, wow. So I'm in
4: Virginia. I'm I'm actually kind of between Virginia Beach and Portsmouth. So Norfolk is right there. But we're, you know, the seven cities, we're all together. But. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Spent a lot of
1: time in the early 2000s to mid 2000s in Virginia.
4: wow! Okay, that's awesome. So tell me this. Let's dig down into the song. What is it talking about?
1: So it's really when people hear it, depending on where they are in their faith, some people might be like, oh, that's a love song. There's Mm -hmm. no greater love. Boom. But then the more you listen, it's like, okay, it's obviously talking about a love that's greater than any love I could experience with a human being. And for those who are Christians and we say it in the song, you know, there's no greater love than his love. And so I like the fact that it plays like that dual role where initially for yes. those people who aren't christians it pulls them in because it's like okay it has a good r&b vibe all right i can ride to this you know I, i'm singing along now and yeah. then it's like oh the word is okay I, i'm hearing stuff that i don't normally hear in an r&b song so now i'm realizing i'm already sucked in By the time I realized, (laughs) I'm
4: singing to God. (laughs) What did you guys hope to accomplish with this song?
1: Yeah, we really want the song to inspire people and to remember Mm -hmm. that, you know, no matter what you're going through, God's love is the greatest. When we shot the video, it was actually um, my mom passed away um, at the end of last year, the end of 2020.
4: Wow. Okay. And um,
1: so when we shot the video... We had just had her memorial service a week prior. And I was just Mm -hmm. thinking about it today, like to be able to hear there's no greater love over and over and over again for like hours was probably a bomb for me that I didn't even realize I needed Mm -hmm. in that moment Mm -hmm. Um, because I was just, it was like, okay. This is what we're doing now, you know, on to the next thing. This my mom would be proud. Let I me mean, just, you know, do it for yes, her. Yes, yes. And so if people take that reminder that no matter where they they are, whether on the mountaintop or in the valley low, that there is no greater love than God's love. Like that's to take that away from it is perfect.
4: Yes. So during that time, I know you said you use your mother as, you know, motivation. To, uh-huh. to keep going, I know it must have yeah. been hard. I know it yeah. must have been hard to deal with that and to have that yeah. in the back of your mind.
1: Yeah, for sure, and that's where a lot of the bloopers came in. Right. <laughs> came in for me. I don't use pride, but I'm always really happy when I'm prepared. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you know the words were in my head, but I had to just focus. So really pushing past. Yeah. all the other stuff that was kind of clutter my mind to focus in that moment and not get frustrated that I
4: was like messing up because I can right. be yeah, you quite can be real a bit hard of a perfectionist. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, you know, as an artist, a lot of times people don't realize, they, they just look at us as, we you know, we're going to get on stage, we're going to rock it, we're going to do this thing, but they don't understand at the at the end of the day, we're human. And yeah. so, there are so there's always that human element. There, there are things that we may go through or, or, you know, prior to getting there that day, you know, it could have been something really bad going on and that we still have to do what we were, you know, are scheduled to do a call to do. Uh But at the same time in the back of your mind is that issue. And now I have to sing, I have to entertain you and I have to remember my words. (laughs) <laughs> while i'm going still going through this thing because it didn't go anywhere because i'm up here singing now
1: all right you yeah know, absolutely oh. and I'm, I'm grateful that i'm around people who understand that mm-hmm. you know and and to film the video basically with family people who i consider family and i've worked with for years was a blessing because it's like okay they get it they you know They've seen me on top of my game, so they know that this is not ordinary, and they knew what was going on. So it's like, okay, we'll give you a little bit of room to breathe, but we're gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, we're yeah, gonna get this done, and sure. it's gonna be excellent. So yeah. I'm thankful, and I've, I've learned that people, the audience, or you know, peers or fans, whatever we call the people who support us, I like to call them supporters, mm-hmm. and they appreciate the the real moments. Yeah, because they're going through real stuff, too.
4: That's right. That's right. That's right. So give us a fun fact about you. What what about you? Don't we know?
1: (laughs) Uh, I could go on Hollywood Boulevard, which is not maybe an hour from where we live and probably make thousands of dollars by asking people to guess my age. Just (laughs) if you don't guess it right, I get a dollar. I could clean up.
4: Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you do look really, really young. I mean, trust me, it don't crack, okay? Right, exactly. (laughs) You look really, really young. I was like looking at you one time and I was like, Wow, okay. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were like eighteen or you know, it's, it's really funny, but yeah. But that but that is very true. So I, I think that is a fun fact about you. It's, it's very believable, trust me. I think you would make a whole lot of money. And you know what's funny? I was out um in Hollywood with um we did a show with Pharrell Williams. I sing in Voice of the Fire. And we hmm. did a show out in Hollywood mm-hmm. and um and I it was my first time being there like out on the boulevard and it was Mm -hmm. so many people coming out and they had on spider-man suits and all kinds of stuff you know (laughs) and me being from virginia it was strange i was like what this is the weirdest place ever you know fred flintstone walking down the street and i was like okay people just make a living out here just doing stuff on the street for the tourists."
1: Yes. I, I remember years ago, one of my sisters came to visit and she was like, how should I dress? I'm like, however you want. Right. <laughs> like, it does not matter. You will not stand out. Right. I don't know what you're planning to do, but you won't look weird.
4: Awesome. Awesome. And how can people find you?
1: Uh, I, I'm more of an Instagram person than anything. Okay. So, but I'm on all social media outlets and I will respond. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can find me at I am Ty Scott King and that's T-Y Scott King And then YouTube, uh, you can just put in Ty Scott King and all my stuff will come up. Every video you didn't even know I had will be there.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. You have a website as well, right?
1: Yes. It's TyScottKing.com. So if you forget everything else, you could just go to the website and it'll take you to all those places.
4: Sounds good to me. Well, thank you so much, my sister, for being here with us today.
1: Thank you. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it.
4: All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Ty Scott King. All right, family, we're going to roll on through. This song right here is called It's Gonna Happen by James Fortune featuring Isaac Curry. You won't break
6: down because God's about to give you a breakthrough. Come on. Somebody,
0: somewhere. The pandemic but is still here.
5: Has is God even listening? Oh, Somebody, somewhere needs a breakthrough. Ah. Somebody,
6: okay. I don't know what you're gonna do. No, no.
1: Stroke Magic, and you are listening to A Dose of Hope Radio.
8: Only you Do Oh, you took my disgrace and gave your embrace You took my disgrace, my sin you erased Oh, you took my disgrace, my sin you erased You took my disgrace, exchanged it for your. Your
1: amazing brain It's time for the inspirational highlight person of the day
4: Today we hear from the creator and brain behind the podcast the God and Gig show. This podcast is designed to encourage musicians to become more balanced and creative by applying spiritual principles to temporary creative problems. The creator is named Alan C. Paul. And I've had the privilege of being a guest on his show. Welcome to the show.
2: Well, thank you so much, Hope. It is a honor to get to be up here on your show and uh, kind of try to give some of the, the energy and the, the, the love back that you gave to the Guiding Geek Show. It's a pleasure to be here.
4: Oh, thank you so much. Look, I am just in love with your show. I've been kind of nosing around, just kind of see what's going on. And as an artist myself and a musician myself, um, I just find you know your, your information to be so... Needed. Um, I mean, what gave you the idea that musicians need encouragement? I mean, what made you come up with that?
2: Well, I have to tell you, Hope, it was really kind of just therapy for myself. I realized when I was, as I think I told you, as we were getting to know each other on, on my show as you were being interviewed that I was not even gigging. I wasn't even really looking for a professional career as a musician, even though I'd been brought up as a musician and played in bands and, you know, started to do a little bit of an RB thing out of college. But I didn't, I didn't see any need for me to be out late playing gigs. I was doing a church thing entirely. But then uh, at a certain point, I decided to start playing, um, playing out, playing gigs, and I realized that I needed help. I had no idea where to go. I felt kind of like a fish out of water. And I just looked around and said, well, there's no materials or resources that seems to help me navigate this world, especially keeping my faith intact. Yeah. So honestly, I started to write something for myself. Then maybe found a couple of people that might like it. And <laughs> here we are wow. today, uh, yeah. five, six years later.
4: Wow, it is it is so awesome. I mean, I just love everything about what you're doing. Um, You have covered every aspect of what we go through as creatives. Tell us what you see out there.
2: What I see out there, well, I have to tell you, uh, especially post, you know, 2020 in this new world, I see a lot of creatives and musicians who are realizing that basically what we've been saying all along is true. That there, there was never any secret sauce to to success. There was never any, you know, golden like parachute where oh, if you just have a nine to five job and this and the other thing, everything will work out. Or if right. you just have a big label uh, supporting you. Or if you just have anything, really, all of those. Excuses of why we couldn't like live all this lifestyle were, were taken away. So, what I, I believe I'm seeing is a lot of creators who are now finally starting to like take control of their own careers and, and, and learn that they can be, you know, successful as independent and finding ways to balance, whether it be, you know, working um, a, a part time and then pursuing their career or becoming more independent in their own marketing mm-hmm. or, you know, finding ways to. Be able to support their church jobs while also doing their their ministry and yes. doing their entertainment jobs. Like I'm just seeing everybody finding their own lane. I hope that's what's happening because yeah. I think the pandemic taught us all that we 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 gotta rely on you know number one God, but then also be willing to to take a step of faith and and, and try new things.
4: Oh, definitely has taught us that. I mean, the the day of doing things the old time and way was kind of out the door anyway, but. But COVID forced it out the door. And so Absolutely. you really had to learn how to navigate as an artist in a world that wasn't handing you the formula, you know? And so that is really interesting. But I want to talk to you today also about the other side of encouraging the artist and spirituality. I know as an artist, I've always, I've been through trials and I know that we all have in this life. And I know major, major named artists who also go through things, you know, they get on the stage, they entertain night after night, telling people how to feel good, making people feel good, pouring out themselves and then walk off the stage depressed. I've seen it happen so many times So from that aspect How do we get through that? How do artists get through that?
2: Uh, That's such a good question, Hope And I remember, again, I I love the fact that we're talking One week after we did our last recording Because you mentioned some of this same feeling And you mentioned David in our interview And I want to go right back to that Because Mm. David in the Bible is a perfect example Of that ups and downs from, From going from the highs of killing Goliath To Writing a psalm, he was a songwriter. He was a yes. psalmist. He was a he was an emotional, creative person. Yes. and he was writing those waves, even as a man after God's own heart. And the book in my book, I, I reference another book by uh, the writer who, um, she's a Hillsong writer, uh, that very very wrote a whole bunch of popular songs in that genre, but she called it emotional fervor, mm. that up and down of emotions in the creative life. And I think we all deal with it as yes. creators because we are designed to both react and respond to emotion yes. and to elicit emotion. But the key is we can't let that emotion control us or else we can find ourselves, like you said, feeling like we've given all of ourselves To our art, to our audiences, but then having nothing left for ourselves. So, I guess the only way I can answer that is that we have to have balance outside of our creative identity. We have to see God as loving us before we sang, before we could play, before any of that stuff happened, that he just sees us as people that he loves. And we let that be the source of identity so that when you do get out there, you do create and you do hopefully love what you do, you don't rely on that for your source of, of encouragement and your identity. Because just like you said, there are days that things go amazing and people are all clapping. And then there are days where even after a great successful moment, you get off and you feel like there's nothing left because... You know, that crowd is not cheering you on anymore. It's just right. you and your thoughts. So mm-hmm. I believe that's one of the most important things that we have to step out of our identity as creatives and just be people who love God and are loved by God. And we don't let that talent be the only reason that we feel good about ourselves.
4: Oh, that's awesome. That is that is so awesome. I remember one time I, I was singing and um, and I was doing some motivational speaking and stuff like that. And this young lady came to me one night. I, I came off the stage and she said to me, she said, I watch you. And um, night after night, you know, out here talking to people, I see you out and about on social media, different things like that. And you're always encouraging people, inspiring people and doing all this stuff. And she said, and for a second, I caught a glimpse of you and I wondered to myself with all the pouring out that she's doing, who's putting it back? What is putting it back? And I never thought about that as an artist that that's why I love your community so much, because I never thought as an artist that you truly needed some something that can pour back into what you pour out. And of course we all know that's God, right?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. But it's also as you just said it like I think there's a there's a blog post I wrote years ago, I need to go back to this. I think um I was responding to one of the tragedies, unfortunately that happened and I was talking about how we go out, you know, whether it be funerals or anything like you said, churches We are always the encouragers. We're always out to lift people up when the worst happens, right? We're supposed to sing to them and make them feel good about themselves. Even if we're singing about something sad, we're helping them process emotions, right? Yes. But then I I wrote down these three C's that I think artists, we need to turn to. The first one is the cross. The second one is the church. And the third one is the creative circle. Mm. We have to have, obviously, Jesus. We have to have a, a relationship with him. But then we also have to have the, the actual church family, not just a place we serve and sing and acquire, but we have to have people that we can actually rely on inside of our churches who kind of see us who, as who we really are and we could be be authentic with them. And then finally, I, as you mentioned, the God and Geeks community is all about putting other artists around other artists so that yes. we can talk to each other and we can kind of catch each other when we get into those low points and we don't know how to push through or how am I going to handle this record label drug, you know, bugging me, or how am I going to handle this next gig, or how do I handle this pastoral pastoral situation? There's so many situations that only other creators understand, mm-hmm. but I think we need each other. You got to have other creatives in your circle, whether that be a Facebook group or a local group or whatever. You got to have other creatives who understand what you go through, and that way you can kind of get that balance.
4: Yes, yes. I am loving this long overdue conversation. What a way to encourage artists. And we'll be right back with Alan C. Paul, creator of The and Gig Show.
9: I'm closing chapters, I'm turning pages, glory to glory, from faith to faith, I'm Keep it straight. It hurts to let go, but it hurts more to stay. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Hey. And forgive yourself, I'm movin' on I'm moving on I'm movin'
4: to jump right back in here and close out our interview with the God and Gigs show creator Alan C. Paul. Alan I have a question for you you know most of our conversation has been talking about artists and how to encourage artists and things like that but what obstacles have you faced um, out there and, and you know just tell us how you overcame them.
2: Wow uh, there are so many. <laughs> do you have time for this? You said um, not one
4: do we have time?
2: Oh <laughs> uh, gosh I would have to say I would have to go right back to what you just said. I think the biggest obstacle was my own mindset, probably.
4: Mm-hmm, yes.
2: Um, and I would have to say that both in creatively and as a man, as a, as, I mean, I, I definitely, I believe in the, um, I believe there's a t-shirt someone's selling out there, uh, called Jesus plus therapy. <laughs> mm, I am a wholehearted believer in that God gives us therapists and gives us counseling. So I believe that as I've learned throughout my life that You know, there's got to be a balance between my faith, my, basically what the same thing's got to get my balance between my faith and what God has done for me, but also seeing the practical matter that I got to take care of situations and I got to talk to people and I got to walk this out. So that helped my career because now I feel more free to do things and, and take, take risk and take chances and help other people without feeling like I'm a failure if it fails. And the second half of that is obviously, you know, in my family, my friends, I'm more me. I feel more like. I can be myself because I'm not, again, relying on my talent or my ability or my my Mm. people-pleasingness to make things work. Like, I can just be myself. But that was after a long time of not... I'm feel like i had to either prove myself to god or prove myself to my pastor or prove myself i'm still a work in progress trust me but i think that's probably one of the biggest obstacles everything else on the outside we all deal with those money and finances and getting jobs and all that stuff happens but if we can handle the inside i think it makes everything else so much easier but it's it's definitely a work in progress for me one of the seven steps of my book um is challenge yourself to grow it goes all the way through you know um It spells out service, but then when you get to the C, it's challenge yourself to grow. And that's one of the main points of that particular chapter, which is, can you grow beyond just being a musician, just Mm. being an artist? And it doesn't mean that being an artist, by the way, I gotta be careful, I'm not saying that you cannot wholly embrace that God made you to be a creative or an artist. Yes. And that I don't believe that, here's the thing, like I don't believe that we have to have this mental illness, this kind of, you know, mentality that, oh my gosh, I'm gonna fall apart if I don't have my audience. I don't believe that's God's intent for us. I believe right. that's actually the, the enemy trying to pervert that. Just like, you know, if you wanna go hold the whole, the whole scripture about how the devil, you know, was an angel and and got, got full of himself being the minister of music, a lot of people say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I don't mean I don't believe that we are all are supposed to have to deal with that kind of battle, but mm-hmm. I do think it's easy for us to fall into it. Yeah. And again, the key is is that unless we are really honest with each other, <laughs> with ourselves, it's 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 a natural thing to happen where yeah. we get lifted up, we get addicted to the show we get addicted to again it doesn't matter whether you're inside or outside of church people applauding people applauding people um uh saying that you're awesome after a show or after a a ministry is so hard to divorce yourself from that and say okay even if nobody claps god is pleased and i'm happy with myself Yes. and and that is the part, again, that I think we just need to, we need each other to keep these conversations going. And again, I think the pandemic taught us that because for year for, for our entire nine, eight, no, no, maybe 12 months for yeah. many people, that wasn't a, you know, that wasn't an option. You had to find yourself and be quiet and learn how to like be comfortable with yourself and still make stuff, you know, still be creative. But not rely on the crowd to, to, right, to uh, that, that you're used to feeding
4: that. hmm Now that now that is the truth. That is the truth. Now look now people are just relying on likes.
2: <laughs> oh gosh i didn't even mention the social media i didn't even want to go there because that's the one i'm battling too oh i don't have enough followers they don't really like me i'm not really creative you know right? uh, it's so hard
4: it is it is so hard and I can, like they say you know with artists we just we're just a special breed i'm just gonna tell you that we are we
2: are you're There's you're so not right but again i think the key is that because we're special we can again see I think there's, you just got to see the light at the end of the tunnel where if you serve the people that God has called you to serve, bless them the way that you've been called to bless them, it doesn't matter if you have 10 followers or Mm -hmm. 10 million. I mean, honestly, I know it's easy to say that, but once you get to that point, I think everything stops starts making sense.
4: Yes, I try to keep myself centered in in, in the way that I say I'm singing to the audience that God gave me. And yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, and so I really try not to envision that there's 20 million people listening on social media or what or wherever. I really try to say, "Who's for me will be for me," and I'm singing and ministering to the to the audience that God has placed in front of me. So if it's Ten people, then it's ten people. You know, if it's twenty, it's 20. if it's a, if it's a thousand, it's a thousand. And so if you give God the credit for the people that he's, I guess, entrusted your ministry with, then you won't have those issues because whoever is listening, that's who it's for. Yeah. And you have a book out. What is the name of it?
2: God and gigs. Pretty simple. Same, same type. Same,
4: same. I thought so. <laughs> yep. I thought so, but I wanted you to say it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and also, yeah, they succeed as a musician. The byline is succeed as a musician without sacrificing your faith. Okay, how can people find it? All online bookstores, just type in God and Gigs. It will pop up on Amazon and um, all the other bookstores, you know, Apple Books and everywhere else. And I also have a few other materials. I have a devotional out, uh, Your Art, God's Heart really love that. It's a 21-day devotional for creatives. Mm. That was my last work, and that really blessed a lot of people. So that's kind of like the, uh, that's one for all creatives. I wrote God and Gigs more specifically for musicians, and the devotional is more for anyone that's in the creative life who wants a 21-day kind of walk through the Bible and how this, all these principles apply oh, wow, to their everyday lives. And all, both of them go together. But again, you can you can find my work anywhere on any bookstore by typing in God and Gigs.
4: Well, you are so awesome, and I just thank you so much much for joining us on the show today
2: oh well i hope i gotta tell you again as i told you before your name says it all when it comes to what i feel when i'm talking to you and knowing that your message is the same is to bring a dose of hope to bring as i said a bucket of hope to everybody <laughs> that's listening and again anything that we can do to help not just creators but christians faith focused yes. people who just want to have god kind of touch them we're going to keep doing that i know that someone reached into my life several times i can see where those little little People, you know, they look like people, but they really are angels, right? And they yes. they step in, and they have a encouraging word, or they have a moment that you just say, you know what, I can keep going, and all I can do is just try to keep that going and be that person one day to somebody else, whether it be through my books or my my podcast or through something else that we share in our you know in our social media. So I just appreciate you. Hope. Thank you for for being a, a place where I can come in and just feel right at home as well
4: oh awesome thank you so much and thank you for coming
2: my pleasure
4: there you have it God Gigs creator Alan C. Paul what an awesome interview I mean if you're an artist you have to listen into this I mean it just will lift some weight off you and take that pressure off but I love it I love it I love it thank you so much for being on the show with us today alright y'all we about to lay them troubles down come on y'all let's rock this thing out
0: oh they oh. your troubles down, come on they Lay down Come on and lay them down, oh Come on and lay them down, oh Lay your troubles down
6: Nobody on your level, God. you're pouring blessings. I don't mean me. dripping sauce down to my feet. feet. If it wasn't for you, Lord, I'd be dead and gone. Y'all, I gotta keep it straight. Canada, 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 yeah, them blessings they running up, running up. Blessings. We the new wave, ain't no stopping God. us. Ain't no Kevin Brown get your weight
10: up. And God been so good, it seem like all my blessings been double stuffed. So I stay on my knees and I'll never forget where He brought me from. Giving praise to the King and I'll give him my life till his kingdom come. But I'm still young. Turned like a brand new
6: But the God that I serve so great, everything else irrelevant. Yes. Saucy, saucy and saucy and say, yeah In Jesus' name, yeah, we pray. Yeah. Look to the sky, and thank Him. Every, every, every day, yeah. I don't care what the haters think, I don't care what they got to say. Yeah. Mine on the go, never miss a point, going straight for the lay. Yeah. We don't really
10: care what the devil got to say, cause we got to stay, got to stay so saucy and
6: say, yeah. Then yeah.
10: we know haters gonna hate, but we love them anyway, cause we got to stay, got to stay so saucy and say, yeah. Yeah, yeah Uh-uh We don't really care, but we ever gotta stay Cause we gotta stay, gotta stay, so say, say yeah. yeah And we know haters gonna hate, but we love them anyway Cause we gotta stay, gotta stay, so say, say Yeah, yeah.
4: and saved by Kevia Doyy featuring Jay Torah you know I'm really excited about this episode thank you so much for listening in thank you my friend <laughs> also a special thank you to I guess Alan C Paul and Tascot King up next we have the truth Jones. Let me tell y'all about this 14-year-old phenom. He's a day trader, CEO, investor, um, international best-selling author. I mean, he is just the bomb at 14 years old. What was y'all doing at 14? Because I definitely was not doing all the stuff that he's doing. I mean, writing books and all kinds of stuff. So he's gonna be with us. And also Corinne Kamara. She is the only African-American acupuncturist in the San Francisco Bay Area. So we're gonna be talking to her about, you, you know, for people, who want to take the holistic route to healthcare because she is a holistic practitioner. So we have some good stuff for you next week, some very informative stuff, some inspirational stuff in the sense that, you know, we want to inspire you to do better, to be better, to handle your money better, to handle your health better. And so we have all of that for you next week. I'm so excited. Also, um, a dose of hope is coming to Charlotte, May 15th to host the 14th annual anniversary outdoor concert for Rejoice America Radio. So I hope to see you there in Charlotte. Come on out, Charlotte. Please, please, please visit my website to see the flyer or of course it's going to be on the Rejoice America Radio Network website as well. Please visit www.adoseofhope.org. as our community is continuing to grow. I'm so excited about where it is. Just happy to have a family of inspiration and positivity. We're going to close out with revolutionary love a spoken word piece by ty scott king the poet until next time just know that you have been dosed his love
7: is revolutionary changed me from the inside first quench the thirst my soul was feeling satisfied me way beyond the and gay kind of feeling. what he offered was appealing attractive a phenomenon like radioactive and the things he emitted changed my elements, my very makeup, so I no longer feel compelled to cover girl my breakouts and flaws, for that I give him all of the applause see he is the cause of everything that's right, the light for my sight, the solution for my plight, so I write not for you my peers but to delight his ears, because he is the one that carried me for years, he caught all of my tears and quieted my fears, he made me, his revolutionary love sparked an uprising in the way I thought, a reformation in the way I talk, a shift in the way I walk, it altered me to my core, so I'm not the same old me anymore, see his outpour shook my outlook and now his book is the only building block for my existence, he is the reason for my resistance of old ways, I cling to him for better days, That's why I say that his revolutionary love changed me. It saved me, gave me purpose, reconstructed beneath the surface, below my external. He did an internal work to show forth my inestimable worth because my value was far above rubies even before my birth and this earth Simply the planet he chose to plant me on While he prepares me like a bride for her groom He is bringing me into full bloom And I'm flourishing under his adoration I am bearing good fruit through his inspiration His love is revolutionary Change me from the inside first Quench the thirst my soul was feeling He is my healing
4: A dose of hope Did I tell y'all that I was so green when it came to doing this podcasting, but Anchor has made it so, so, so easy for me. I mean, it's free, first of all. And also there's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, which makes it extremely easy. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And guess what? you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's what I'm talking about. So it's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So I'm telling y'all, if this is what you want to do, carry yourself on over, okay, to the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Your dream awaits.